hang on one second. Distracted yeah. by kids' toys all over the place. All right. Now now we have uh Ryan McKillen, right? Yep. From from Detroit, never from Chicago, even though I think I last time I kept on referring to Yeah, not something. originally. I, I lived there for a while, but not not originally. <laughs> so how's everything going with you, man? Uh things are going good. It's been an interesting couple of weeks, as I yeah. assume it has been for everybody. We made the decision two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago to pull our kid out of his preschool. Um, they had, uh, they were staying open at the time, um, but they were letting everybody pull people out free of charge as long as the area schools were closed, which they were. Um, and then after we pulled them out, about two weeks went by, and then they closed on a, uh, I guess, shelter in places. I don't know. In Michigan, they're calling it stay home, stay safe, or something like that. Um, but it's essentially a shelter in place type thing. All right. We are on here with John Thompson. John, I think you're from Wichita, Kansas. Is that where I read? Yeah, sir. That is correct. Uh, so, yeah. So, first, can you kind of talk about when you kind of realized uh, coronavirus was going to be a little bit bigger than a seasonal flu? Yeah. Um, we. <clears throat> I got laid off recent, well, in January due to the uh, 737 MAX fiasco. Um, my industry was directly intertwined with that. And uh, I was looking for a job, got one, and they, the coronavirus started to ramp up right around then, like the, the knowledge of it, shall I say. And, um, and then right towards the end when they said they, they were are going to hire me. I'm, they're still going to hire me. They said, we're going to have to push this back two weeks because of everything that's going on with coronavirus. And that's when things got a little more serious for me. Okay. All right. We are here with Jimmy Riles. Is that Jimmy Riles? That's right. Jimmy, you're from Raleigh, North Carolina. Are you working at home right now, or are you still out and about? Are you guys all sequestered? We're all sequestered. Oh. I um, I, I work for a tech company that has a pretty liberal work-from-home policy to begin with. So um, I think we they sent us home two weeks ago this past Friday, and I'd already been working from home for a couple of days before that. Um, and my wife uh, works part-time and, and is working from home, too. So, yeah. Yeah, we're all all here together yeah and we talked about prior to this that we both have three kids under the age of six so i am interested in in you jimmy because how are things going oh it's i mean it's (laughs) it's pretty hard um you know we had another wrinkle of our situation is that um we're the house we're in and, and this is a little bit of a digression uh we moved here last summer um and when we bought it, it knew it was going to need some work. And so we started a renovation on it in December um, and it went south uh, and we wound up having to fire our contractor and have been sort of trying to get it, get it back on track ever since. But we've been living in half a house since December and now we're living in half a house all the time together. Oh. Um, so, um, I mean, it's been, it's been difficult. I think in the last couple of days we've, we've gotten to a, a schedule where like we can both work and the kids are getting some amount of, of rewarding time and, and not spending all of their time watching TV. But, um, but it's been, it's been 
a real shit show. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can cuss on this podcast. Uh, yes, you can cuss. Definitely. That's fine. Yeah. This is a, a safe daddy space. So don't worry. And so what we've been doing um, for people who don't know I'm divorced um, my ex-wife and I live about a mile apart and we've basically been, we're all working from home and we have been uh, on a schedule of whatever house the kid is sleeping at that night. He goes to the other one during the day while we're working. And so we've all been kind of working as a team and, you know, sharing the load and grandparents are helping out a little bit. You know, he's gone to a grandparent's house like uh, tomorrow will be the second time uh, in two weeks. We're trying to limit his social circle to like, the four of us and grandparents, and that's about it. Can you kind of talk about where were you when you kind of realized things were changing? Yeah, I mean, I so I worked for a um, pretty big global consulting firm, and so they had a feeling something was going on, you know, pretty early on, and we started like things just kept getting worse by the day. So I was actually at home working from home. It was one of my normal work from home days when I found out that we were going from our original plan, which was a week on and then a week working from home. And they were going to scatter everybody to everybody working from home all the time. And I went like, wow, okay, things are, things are getting serious. Yeah. It was weird. The night before that, I was like, I think a lot of this is overkill. It seems kind of crazy to me that this is so intense. And then the next day that happened, I was like, wow. Okay. And how old is your son? He's four. He's four. We haven't really told him what's going on. We, yeah. um, he's on spring break as far as he knows, but <laughs> a marvelous spring break is yeah. lasting for weeks. Months. <laughs> yeah, for months. So. Uh, what's the what's the biggest challenge of working from home with a kid? Um, trying to keep him engaged and trying to be a a quote unquote good parent. I have yeah, right. really like lowered the bar as far as like screen time and being engaged with him and things like that but we are trying to make sure we're keeping up with um anything he'd be doing in school as far as like practicing writing his letters and his numbers and his name and lessons like that we're trying to make sure he gets at least like an hour or two a day of like educational stuff um but it's it's been hard to keep to a schedule and to to be honest like i live in a pretty small apartment i don't have a yard not having places to go with him on the weekends is is challenging. So we've been getting to a lot of our local parks and just walking around on the trails and stuff. That was uh, like a couple weeks ago. And so it seems like everything's every two weeks being pushed back two more weeks, right? Until they push it back right. a month. Like school here in Austin, Texas just right. got pushed back to like May, but they're saying like, they're probably not coming back this year, you know. Yeah, we're, we're not coming back at all. We're we're done for the the nineteen twenty uh, school school year. And how many kids do you have? Uh, I only have the one for the moment. And how is that going so far? It's really not too bad. As much as I don't want to be laid off, and it's not optimal. Um, being laid off has allowed me to be a stay at home parent for right now, which has been pretty cool. Um, uh, my son's mom, we're not together anymore. Her biological father and stepdad um, are immunocompromised. And so it makes more sense for Jackson to stay with me and my wife during a week rather than him shuttle back and forth 
to you know intensify their exposure to different elements. Um, is he is he staying with his mom during the weekend, though, or yeah, not just at during all? the weekends. Okay. Uh, once, once everything settles down, our schedule will go back to normal. We've um, two days on and then rotating weekends. So mm-hmm. um, that's what it will go back to. But for right now, he, he's with us full time during the week. And so I've also become a teacher. Oh, how's that going? It's not too bad. Um, I, I really enjoy it. There are some things that are frustrating. Um, I'm, I'm a hothead. And so is he. And so um, we we clash pretty quickly when when he's having a hard time picking up something. He's also incredibly intelligent. So when he's unable to pick up something almost immediately, he gets immediately uh, frustrated and wants to drop it, move on to something else. And so I've got to make him stick to it and and learn it. And I have the same problem. I'm I'm the same way. And how old is he right now? He is seven. Oh, he's seven. So he is second grade. Mm -hmm. Uh, First grade. First grade. Oh yeah, that's right. First grade. Um, hey, my daughter, mm-hmm. my oldest daughter, is in first grade too, but she's on the younger end. She's oh, at wow. six, so that's why I'm thinking about that. And so I yeah, definitely he, understand. He January, which... Go ahead. Sorry. No. Oh yeah. So I can. So I. I get what you're saying. Where it's it's hard because it's not like kind of older kids like you can just do this online schooling and it's you know they can do it It, like i think so much about grade school is about the socialization being in there like my daughter loves her teacher loves all the teachers in there and that's what's and that's what the hardest part is you know yeah so yeah he misses the same aspect he's he's more concerned about missing his teacher and friends than he is about the actual schoolwork and so what's your so uh mr thompson new stay-at-home dad and teacher what's your best subject um our best subject i would say is um is science um there's a there's a lot of resources available right now due to everything that's going on um one of my personal favorites that i learned through a friend of mine is called the uh, american uh white shark conservancy the awsc and they'll have uh, uh live online lessons with a uh, with one of their shark experts and they'll have a printable worksheet, and then we sit down and watch a half-hour hour video with this person, and really? the worksheet will correlate with the information that they're talking about. And it's been a lot of fun. We both learned things about sharks, and NASA has just a a plethora of videos on YouTube that you can sit down and watch about programs past and future about what they're going to do. We've done that. Now, the NASA thing, their worksheets are a little bit harder to get to, so I've kind of just written down questions as we move along to make sure that he's paying attention. And I'll kind of try and help him like, hey, this is something I'm going to ask you about later. So, you know, pay attention to what she's telling what she's telling you right now. And they even had yesterday we watched a live interview with uh, an astronaut on the International Space Station via YouTube. And so with your tech job, are you finding because like right now, so I'm working at home as well. My wife lost her job. Um, she was doing part time work, you know, in the restaurant. So she's she's done um and so she's during the day like during the week it's sort of like she's trying to keep the kids occupied because my my job is actually pretty you know it's like pretty active like it's a very transactional job you know i'm buying and selling produce so i have to kind of be active um do you guys have a, a similar arrangement how are you guys arranging your weekdays um, we're kind of taking shifts right now. Um, so usually, I mean, our, our, the older of our two boys, uh, is often up between five thirty and six. Um, so I'll get up with him and, and do the early, early 
shift with with the kids and then usually around 9 30 or so my wife has worked for a while maybe gone for a walk or something and then i'll work for the next few hours um and uh and then midday we work together to get to naps and then i'll work through the rest of the afternoon um and then we both work at night some it's it's worked out pretty well um i mean one thing that's hard is is when i'm working in the office meetings are often the thing that keep me from getting stuff done and when i'm working at home they're like the time that i absolutely have to devote to work so so some days meetings take up all of the work time and i'm actually getting stuff done at night um so it's created kind of a crunch and i i've not been the best at working from home generally so it's required uh some extra discipline um i'm a, a copywriter in the marketing department at a tech company so um it's not like I'm coding and things like that. It's, it's, you know, um, low, lower skilled work. Um, but, uh, still stuff that demands some focus. And, um, you know, even when I'm not on with the kids, they're running through and, and it's hard to, to keep focus then. Yeah, I do. Um, we have, so I'm in the downstairs area that was part of the renovation. And if I'd, moved my camera a little bit, you'd see like construction stuff. And, um, but we do have a bar that I've cleared enough space off of to, to set up a laptop. Um, first week or so I was just going to whichever room the kids weren't in. And that was, that was my office set up. Um, and then they would follow you there. They're like, daddy, 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 daddy. Yeah. Go bang on the door. Um, yeah. and you know, they do, I, I let them jump into my lap and pop up for meetings. I, I think, I think one potentially good thing about this moment is I, I think it's harder for for us who are engaged with our families to hide that at work now. And um, it certainly seems more accepted at my company that, you know, you're working from home when your kids might pop up on camera during yeah. a meeting and and that's OK. Um, and I, I mean, I'd, I'd like for work life to be that way and to be accepting of that. How long did the did the uh, like the closed door rule stay in uh enforce you know like the closed office door means daddy's busy in here it seemed like 10 minutes and it was open it's like <laughs> busted through i think um you know when i was jumping from room to room and i really i could close the door uh it was probably a, a much firmer thing yeah um and you know it would depend you know you've got three so my wife may, may be fully occupied with um with one child and then uh, one child might be locked in the bathroom and one child <laughs> might be peeing in a bench. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or uh, I came, I went upstairs from a meeting. Uh, I, I was uh, talking to an electrician in the basement um, while my wife was out for a walk and our kids were watching TV and, and we're lucky our kids will like sit with the TV for a while and, and you can trust that they're going to be roughly where you left them. And um I got done with the electrician and went upstairs and walked to the kitchen. And our youngest was, was sitting on the kitchen counter kind of crouched down with his butt facing out into the room and just like four piles of poop on the floor. Um, <laughs> because we've just kind of given like, we need to potty train and we're just letting him run around without pants on since we're home all the time. Now this is a, a convenient time to do that. But when it goes wrong, it goes really wrong. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you like round a bend and there's another family there. You're like, ah, oh, like run away, run away. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Just like start throwing rocks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He doesn't, he doesn't understand that he can't go near people. And, right. 
you know, we kind of have to keep a hold on him when we go for walks and stuff. But that's been the biggest challenge is just keeping him entertained and occupied and making sure it's not just throwing him in front of a TV for eight hours while I work. Right. Not the parent of like, okay, we kept you the seven hours of Paw Patrol today. I'm a good parent. Exactly. I did it. Uh, And also like making, he's a real picky eater and Mm -hmm. trying to make sure he eats at all. Um, has been even harder now because I can't like run out and get food and stuff like that. So right, yeah, I can only imagine because you know I have three kids here and my wife, and during the day like I'm working from home and she's doing a really good job of kind of keeping them occupied. And I can only imagine being a single parent; it's just kind of you and the kid and trying to. It's almost like you're juggling, you know, like keeping all those uh, plates spinning at the same time. Right. Yes. Is that yeah. accurate? Can you kind of it talk is. about that a little bit? Well, so I'm very lucky in that my uh, my girlfriend has been able to come help out the two days that he's here with me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and like she's not working from home. She's just here helping out and has been able to kind of keep him entertained for the most part. Uh, and I, you know, I help out a little bit where I can. I stay working in the same space as them so I can be there to assist. But uh, it's actually, you know, like it's been really smooth. We've been very lucky that like, you know, my ex-wife and her fiance work, are both working from home. They tag team on their days. My, uh, my girlfriend and I tag team on ours. It's been really pretty smooth sailing most of the time, but we get very cabin fevery, I think, is our biggest that's been two weeks. You know, I had a staycation two weeks before this. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't even get out at all. To, like, I, I was already uh, quarantined, self-quarantined. And then all of a sudden, like, I couldn't get back out for any time. Yeah, regretting <laughs> not going on a regular vacation. Huh? Yeah. Well, maybe not, but still. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, is there anything else, like, how... How's your anxiety level right now on a scale of like? That's been hard because I have an anxiety disorder, and like oh, no. you know, I went to my therapist and I went like, "What is happening?" And she was she's very good at calming me down. She explained to me like, I was like, "Can I take him to a playground? Is that okay?" And the way she framed it for me, she was like, "You're healthy. He's healthy. As long as there's not a lot of people at the playground, avoiding a playground for this would be the same as avoiding it." for fear of pneumonia Mm -hmm. and she was like do you ever like stop yourself from going to a playground because you might get pneumonia and i was like no she goes okay then as long as you're being responsible and hand washing and keeping him away from other kids you're okay to do that and like she helped me my biggest anxiety was when i went to the grocery store to pick up a like carry out grocery order that i had done and half the stuff wasn't there i had this very privileged freak out of like, oh my God, I can't just go to the grocery store and get anything I want right now. Oh yeah. Really scared me. And then she explained to me, she's like, the whole thing is like, it's not that there's not enough toilet paper in the world. It's not that there's not enough food in the world. Our grocery stores just aren't meant for everyone to buy them on the same day. She was like, as time goes on, things will be on the shelves. Everything will be okay. You might have to go to a couple stores, but you know, my biggest anxiety is just like, oh, my God, is he around too many people? Mm-hmm. Him going to his grandparents' house on Friday was like, that's the limit. And I was like, I'm not positive we should do that, but right. I'll, I'll acquiesce. I trust that they're safe. And can you think of, and you don't have to get into, uh, can, can you think of an instance where you're just like, oh, man, I can't wait to school to start up again? 
Like, what's your worst um, subject? Uh, math, and it's not because he's not good at it. It's just because he gets so frustrated. And, you know, I, I, I'm not a teacher. So, yeah. like, after I've explained something a certain way, like, I don't <laughs> I have a hard time, like, trying to figure out yet another way to explain what it is I'm trying to say, you know. And, and you know, beyond using, you know, one's own fingers to, to, to count it out or, you know, make little shapes on pieces of paper, I'm kind of at a loss to, as to how to to transfer that knowledge. And so, so I'm, I, I've been, I, I, I've been ready for him to have somebody that knows what they're doing, teach him, but I haven't really like had an, like a, this has got to end soon moment. Yeah. You're like 10 more than 17 is 27. Come on, buddy. Come on. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Yeah. That was, it was very similar. We were having an argument like that. And I was just like, come on, count 10 more. You're like, finally like, I need a timeout. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> you need ten more fingers. Come on. Oh, yeah. uh, and then for yourself at home um, with your wife, uh, what's the? Because we're all quarantined and sequestered. What's the thing that's you're doing to kind of keep try to keep sane? Um, you know what's really helped, and 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 more my wife than than us um, is she has her own um, kind of office set up in her garage that was that's. Uh, was built when the house was built and so it's not a gargantuan garage it's kind of an old-timey garage but it's more than enough space for her to set her uh, little corner shop up in and so um, that that kind of helps the separation of her at work you know and her in her own space because when uh, Jackson and I are moving around the house going full tilt I mean we're we're forced to be reckoned with we're loud we're you know, we're violent and yelling at each other. Speed. Yeah. So, for real. It's, I mean, as, almost as loud as we possibly can, you know, it's, if people were passing by, they'd probably think there was a, a, a full on altercation. So that, that helps her it, with her, you know, maintain her sanity while we're here together. And then um, I'm, I'm a runner. Um, I'm a distance runner. I'm a, I'm a bicyclist. I like to lift weights. I mean, you wouldn't look, you wouldn't know it to look at me if you saw me standing up right now and be like, that guy doesn't touch any exercise equipment, but, um, but no, that's, that's what I do. I I run three times a week, uh, bike two times a week, lift weights five times a week. And we alternate, my wife also exercises. And so we take care of each other to make sure that we have time in our day for that, which, you know, you know, I know it's corny and people say it all the time, but exercise will help you maintain your sanity. It's the absolute truth. How is, how is kind of, you know, I, I saw a really good thing online on Facebook because, you know, Facebook's full of great stuff. But it, what it was was actually kind of made everyone feel better, at least my wife and I, in terms of talking about the schooling that's going on. It's not like homeschooling. It's more of like crisis schooling. You know, we're just basically just trying to maintain in between five hours of Paw Patrol. We try to be like, please read a book. Please read a book. How is how is crisis schooling going for you and your wife? Um, Honestly, it it is a thing that she interacts with more than I do, because the the hours that I'm on are generally like, let's get everybody fed. Let's get clothes on them. And, you know, I'm used to during the week, I see my kids for an hour, two hours in the morning, hour or so in the evening, I spent a lot of that time just being real physical with them and, you know, wrestling with daddy. And, um, you can't do that for three or four hours at a time. Um, (laughs) maybe you can, my knees are going. So, um, so I think 
what I'm trying to do is stretch the skills that I have as much as possible. And so it might be several rounds of wrestling and reading books and just going outside and kind of exploring. I did today. Um, my, my boys at preschool would be doing lessons on weather and particularly on rain. And so um, I tried to have like a real educational block with them. And we watched a video about the water cycle and then we boiled water on the stove and watched water become water vapor. And, um, and after like an hour of, of crisis schooling, I was exhausted. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, my, so my wife ends up doing more of that. And it's hard to, you know, this too, to do something that, um, meets what the six-year-old needs and what the four-year-old needs and what the two-year-old will tolerate. Um, you know, we're in the same boat with a, a six and two kids who are just about three where, you know, my, my daughter's not that interested in learning about rain. She's into spelling and reading and, um, adding and subtracting and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, that's been tough it is, and that's like the, the challenge with kids with that kind of age gap this age period is finding something that all three of them can tolerate at the same time. Yeah. I think that's what we're um, afraid of when it comes time, because they're getting close to doing, trying to do like kind of work from home stuff, which is kind of hard when it's a six year old. And then we got, so our two year old is basically like the human equivalent of the Tasmanian devil who just like, he's a really good kid now. And it's sometimes it's sweet. He starts off the day by going, I love you, daddy. And gives me a hug. And then he like turns around and proceeds just to break everything in the house. Like he's like, yep. you know, but I don't, you know, like I know that yeah, my wife does most of the, the kind of schooling and stuff as well. And she's doing a great job, but sometimes, you know, it, you could tell it's just, it's, it's just going to be really hard. It's almost like a big lost year. It's, it's our coronavirus year, you know? This is the first year of, of, I mean, my daughter's finishing kindergarten, maybe finished with a kindergarten for all we know. And then this was our boys first time. in. I mean, they were in an in-home daycare for a couple of years before this. And so um, this is like their, their first experience of, of a school environment and it, and it's, it will be the coronavirus year. Um, and I wonder with the six-year-old particularly how she's going to remember that and how that's going to shape the way that yeah, she well. She sees the world going forward. Jimmy, we were almost free. We were free. We had entire days where kids were at school and stuff, you know, especially my wife. Bless her heart. After all these years, she had a couple days where there's nobody around during the day. And then now, now we're all here and we're all hungry and we're all asking for snacks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Can you didn't know uh, how good you had it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, sometimes, cause sometimes like we just, I think everybody here is just like, we just kind of want to be alone guys. Like, but you know, it's like, we don't have the biggest house, you know, we have a good house. There's nothing wrong with it, but sometimes like we just need a little <laughs> bit of time. So I've been taking a lot more, uh, longer bathroom breaks and mm -hmm. I eat slower at dinner. Cause I'm just like, if I'm eating dinner, I'm still eating dinner. Don't, you know, don't bother daddy while he's eating dinner. You know, <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, it's a sacred space. It's one of the few that, that you can count on. Yeah, exactly. Can you talk about when, can you talk about the moment where you realized that this, that life was going to substantially change? Um, you know, I, it was, I, it, well, that was that Wednesday night when uh, I was watching the jazz uh, thunder game. Were you? And, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Cause I'd heard there was some weird stuff going on and I'm a big NBA fan and, so um, 
you know, watching that unfold and then, um, you know, one thing I've hoped for the Trump years to do for me is not take Tom Hanks away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when he got coronavirus and then the president went on TV and, and uh, terrified everyone, I, that was like the moment that I was like, shit, something real is happening. And then two days later was when our schools, um, well, we put our kids out of school the next day. Um, I did not go back to work after the Friday after that. And I think like that Wednesday was the first moment that I can point to that was like, this coronavirus is going to be a real thing and who knows how it's going to affect us. And then probably Tuesday of that first week at home was when it kind of sunk in that like, we're going to do this for a long time. Um, and, and, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to mention it's day 17 already, right? Or something like yeah. that. It's been two weeks. Yeah, I think uh, I've been Instagramming with hashtags of what day we're on. And I think today was day 17. Have you forgotten? That is how I mark time now <laughs> is what my hashtag was. Oh, man. I should do that right beside my monitors. Just have little scratch marks and not get yelled at for ruining our paint. Yeah. Just be like. <laughs> like the Count of Monte Cristo. I'm just like, oh, I'm here how many days? Yeah, I think it's the same thing for me because I remember that too where like like we were hearing stuff, right? Like we were hearing reports about this thing going on in Wuhan, China. And they it being in Austin, they canceled South by Southwest, you know? Mm. And still it seemed like we were like, okay, well, that seems reasonable. But I don't think anybody really realized our, our lives would change, right? You know, it, it kind of sucked. Like, we weren't having this festival. People weren't making their money. You know, that was kind of there. But then, yeah, it's like when all of a sudden Rudy Gobert goes down, you know, like the, the day after he, like, makes fun of it and touches all the microphones, like, all of a sudden he tests positive, positive. And then they cancel the – they basically walk off the court and then then they pretty much just suspend the season. It's, it sounds – I guess it sounds kind of bad to re- the – acknowledge that it was the nba season being suspended was really made me go like oh wow i think for a lot of people that was the case though that was the because i mean if you were around these tech conferences that were getting canceled or or you know you and austin as you were saying with south by southwest you're seeing stuff that goes away um but they're kind of in pockets and niches and the nba was the first thing that everybody is familiar with that um that disappeared um so i think a lot of people that's how they they experienced it being a real thing so with with the quarantine with your family what's the single best thing that what's the silver lining that you're seeing it it is it's it's nice to be together and it's nice to like have a sense of their rhythms and um you know our our youngest is the last one who still gets uh who still gets rocked to sleep at nap times and getting to do that a few times a week is pretty wonderful. Um, it, it's slowing down this last little bit of baby that he has in him and, and letting me savor that. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty introverted. I, I uh, have gone out of my way to avoid contact with people in lots of circumstances before. And um, now that that's what everybody is doing, uh, it's kind of given me some incentive to actually reach out to people. And, and I've had some fruitful interactions with folks that I probably wouldn't have if we weren't doing this. Um, and I think my wife and I just feel like we're it, like, all right, we're going to have to work well together to get through this shit. Um, so it's, I mean, it's brought us closer together literally and unavoidably. And, and that's a good thing. Um, it's also fucking hard 
this is hard. I'm tiring. We're tired all the time. Mm-hmm. A- I spent the that. last 45 minutes of yesterday just telling people to get off of me. Just please get off me. <laughs> Stop being on me. <laughs> Uh, and then let's let's uh, end on what's the one thing that you're most looking forward to doing once you get out, once this all ends, in eighteen um, months. No, I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> duh, in eighteen months, um, you know, uh, going to like a shitty restaurant, like going to Outback. Really looking forward to going and just having an awesome blossom. And um, no offense to Outback if they're one of your sponsors. I don't have any sponsors. They're wonderful. I would love to offend um, them. Yeah, to have them be a offended uh, sponsor. Let me tell you. Just to do normal things like that. Um, and also just to see my parents. Uh, they're not far away, but um, they both have immune systems that are like a dream date for coronavirus. So we're we're having to keep our distance. Because it's the thing that they're saying you're supposed to, you should assume that you're infected and focus on trying to keep other people from getting infected. So I think um, a, a shitty meal out and seeing my parents are probably my top two things and, and having a quiet house for an hour or two. Oh, yes, like, for one, I gave you three. No, that is great. It's, it's like you, you're like, Hey everybody, we're going to Outback, Outback. I'm dropping you all off at my parents' house. I'm saying hi, but then I'm going back to my house and having some alone time. That's just a, that's perfect. <laughs> all right. Jimmy, well, hopefully that uh, happens sooner rather than later. I appreciate the time that you gave me today, and uh, you take care of yourself. Thanks. You did the same. Thank you for uh, for having me on, and um, yeah, stay safe. All right. Thanks. Anything that's keeping you sane? Uh, I'm actually very optimistic for the future in general. I think that this whole pandemic is changing our world in a lot of ways. I think we figured out as a society who the really essential people are um, like in our career and it's people who deliver our food and work at grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. um, I think we're figuring out the technology and what it can do for us in you know, business. And I think we're learning how to help each other out as a society. And I hope that that continues after this is over. So that's my like hopeful thought is that, all the great things people are doing, all the innovation people are doing to get through this. I hope they continue doing it after the the outbreak is over. Yeah. And some of us need to just stay inside and stream Tiger King. What's your, exactly. what's your, what's your streaming uh, uh, series of choice right now? So my girlfriend is watching the West wing for the first time. This is my 10th time. Oh, it's wow. my favorite show. I basically finish it and then start it over again. Um, so I'm watching that with her. And then I've been watching Shit's Creek, which I can't believe I like slept oh, yeah, on. So good. Yeah. Same so thing. Funny. I've been I've been starting to watch that. I've also got back into The Wire. Like, you know, it's one of my favorite series, so I started to rewatch. But that's kind of dark, and I'm swearing a lot more, and I'm yeah. talking to people about the game. You know, yeah. I should I should give that one another another watch. It's one of my favorites too. Yeah. I've just been trying to catch up on a lot of movies I haven't seen too. Yeah, but my podcast backlog is massive. Yeah, because people aren't commuting. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, guys, support your podcast to people out there. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Every day I go to the podcast mine, and I'm just uh, mining away hot take after hot take. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I'll keep listening to yours. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Well, thanks a lot. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for your time tonight. And you, and we will talk to you later. Yeah, my pleasure. You stay safe.